Hello, this is Clyde J. Kale, and welcome to the Old Time Radio Gems Podcast, featuring rare, unique radio programs from Radio's Golden Pass. Hello, this is Clyde J.K.L. with a brief reminder. Mystery Play Internet Radio is listener-supported, so I encourage your monetary support with a donation today. Please visit www.mpir-otr.com and click on the donations page. A one-time donation of any amount will be greatly appreciated. Again, that's www.mpir-otr.com. And thank you for listening to Mystery Play Internet Radio. The makers of Wonder Bread and Hostess Cake bring you The Wonder Show, starring Jack Haley. With Lucille Ball, Virginia Vettel, Artie Arbeck, Ted Fiorito and his orchestra, the happy Wonder Bakers, and that highly amusing cinematic jitterbug, Hugh Herbert. Hurrah for the Wonder Bakers, your home, your home, your home. Are you getting the bread with best texture, fragrance, and flavor? To date, more than half a million women have compared all good breads at their food store for these three qualities. And 89 out of every 100 have judged slow-baked Wonder Bread best of all. Why not try Wonder Bread tomorrow? It's absolutely fresh and costs no more. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see the first flower open its petals, you know that spring is in the air. When you hear the first cricket start to chirp, you know that spring is in the air. And when you hear the first bird, use your own judgment. And here he comes now, Jack Haley. Thank you, thank you. Hello, folks. This is Jack Haley, still in the bread line. <laughs> Ah, spring, spring, eternal spring, season of sunshine and flowers. I can hardly wait. On the first day of spring, you can always find me out in my garden with my early bloomers. I always... <laughs> ah, how I love Dame Nature, or any other dame, or I mean uh, nature. How I love to get out every morning and mow my lawn. Of course, it isn't much, just a speck of green, but I love it. In fact, my lawn is so small that when I mow it, I use an electric razor. It's a little bit of a lawn. It may be small, but I raise my own vegetables there. I don't depend on this program. No fool. <laughs> ah, spring. I even like spring cleaning, sweeping out the house, dusting all the furniture, taking out my old clothes, and wearing them again. <laughs> ah, if you don't believe that spring is here, why, just yesterday I saw Joey Brown sound asleep in the park with his mouth wide open, and two birds built a nest in it. In all my life, I never saw a happier pair of eagles. <laughs> but uh, what I like best about the spring is its joyous effect. It makes people laugh. How I love to hear the people's merry laughter. Isn't it funny how we love the things we never get, Yale? Isn't it? Yes, yes. 
You're right about spring, Jack. Spring is a season of great activity. The trees and their leaves, the flowers and their blossoms, the bees and their honey. Yes, and the cats and their honey. Wait a minute, Jack. A cat doesn't have any honey. No, then why does mine always stay out all night? No, Jack, I'm talking of wildlife. What do you think she's leading? <laughs> ah, spring when everything is green. Except my cat. Oh, forget about your cat, Jack. I'm talking about romance. Oh. In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to thoughts of love and marriage. What do you mean, young man? Some of our fa most famous men were bachelors for a long time. Lincoln stopped being a bachelor when he was 40. Napoleon at 38. And then there's James Farley. When did Farley stop being a bachelor? As soon as he started playing post office. <laughs> Hello, Lucille. How did you get in? Hello. Ah, as soon as he started playing... That was I said that. Ah, spring, spring. When all the robins lay eggs. Hello, Lucille. <laughs> all right, go up. <laughs> ah, spring, spring. When all the robins lay eggs. Hello, Lucille. Hello, Robin. Thank you. I'm surprised at you taking that attitude, Lucille. This is spring, the season of romance. Ah, romance. What does spring mean to me? This makes the sixth year I've been going to my boyfriend and he hasn't proposed yet. Maybe he's too old for romance. That's possible. Doesn't he ever ask you for your hand? Only when we cross the street. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like that. Maybe he's bashful. Have you hinted to him in a subtle way? Have you tried orange blossoms? Yes, Jack, but nothing he drinks affects him. Oh. <laughs> I know. Why don't you try to sell him on the blessings of home life? Well, I did, Jack. The other day, I had my sister's baby in my arms. Yeah? Giving her her bottle of milk, you know, when my boyfriend came in. And I looked at him sweetly and said, wouldn't you just love to have one of these? And what did he say? He said, yes, but put a little chocolate syrup in mine. <laughs> good, good, good. I like it. What a dope. Why don't you bring your boyfriend around, Lucille? I've never seen him. Oh, you'd like him, Jack. He's a little old, but very cute. Really? Yes, he has big brown eyes and wavy brown hair and rosy cheeks and the whitest tooth you've ever seen. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Oh, hello, Ted. Ah, spring. Your indescribably luxuriant and bountiful nature is the... Qu <laughs> is the quintessence of chimeric erudition. Your vernal equinox is poignant with econium. I have never been so happy. Happy? <laughs> happy because of spring? No, happy that I got through with that sentence. <laughs> but really, Jack, spring brings two things to me that no other season does. What two things, Ted? Sunshine and flowers? No, sulfur and molasses. Is that all spring means to you, Ted? No, Jack. Spring fills my heart with poetry. Listen to this poem I just wrote. No winter, no fall, no summer at all. I can't sleep in my bed. No spring. <laughs> Why? Why, Ted, where did you learn to write such poetry? I worked three years for Burma Shave. <laughs> Burma Shave? Burma Shave? Oh. Come in. Mr. Haley, I'm from the Lyle Order of the Sons of Hibernia, and Calic lads and sons of Old Erin, of the Sons of the Emerald Isle. I'm an Irishman. You are? Yes, Mr. Glad Haley. you told me. <laughs> and every year our society awards a medal for distinguished services to the most famous Irishman. Yes, sir. And this year it is my pleasure to present it to you. 
Jack Haley, the Douglas Corrigan of radio. The Douglas Corrigan of radio? Yes, you don't know where you're going either. Play, <laughs> Patrick Fiorito, play. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to, uh... Excuse me. Hello? Uh, Mr. Haley, would you mind telling a Western story tonight? Why, not at all. I'd be glad to. Who is this? What's the difference, Mr. Haley? You've never heard of me. Who are you? The vice president. Oh, I'd be very glad to tell a story for you, Mr. McKinley. (laughs) Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we present a story of the great Wild West. In the days of the Indians, entitled... There goes my scalp, or Topper takes a trip. (laughs) The scene opens in a stockade where a band of hardy pioneers have camped before continuing their dangerous journey westward over the mountains. After a hard winter of hunger, want, and privation, some of the pioneers want to turn back. Their leader, Zachary Haley, is having a difficult time persuading them not to give up. We've come this far and we've got to go on. We can give up. But, Zachary, we gave up our comfortable homes to follow you. I know it, but you won't be sorry. You stick by me and I'll take you to California, eh? The promised land. What do you mean, the promised land? They promised $30 every Thursday. (laughs) I know we're all going through hardships, men. Blazing a new trail through the badlands in your covered wagons. But this is no time to think of ourselves. Remember the people coming after us. When the going gets real hard, we can't stop. We've got to hurry along. We must remember the people coming after us. You know what I mean, don't you? Yes, we ain't paid for the wagons. You probably... <laughs> <laughs> <I will. laughs> 
You promised us plenty to eat if we stuck with you. You'll get it. What about some corn? Yeah, we ain't got no corn. Don't worry, you'll get plenty of corn. We ain't through with this sketch yet. <laughs> I don't want to go on. I don't want to go on. The Indians will scalp me. I tell you, they'll scalp me. Scalp you? Why, you don't have to worry. You haven't got a hair on your head. Well, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> I don't know why the Indians should uh, be hostily. Why should they be hostily? We didn't steal this land from them. We bought it fair and square. Why, we men paid them 1,000 buttons every month. Yes, Zach, we men are paying them 1,000 buttons every month, but I tell you, it's got to stop. Why, you men having trouble keeping up your payments? No, we're having trouble keeping up our pants. <laughs> I well, everybody get to packing. We'll be trekking on down to California as soon as Wild Bill gets back with some news of traveling conditions. Well, here he comes now. Open up that stockade gate. Well, hello, Bill. Anything unusual happen? I just come from Fort Perkins. Found out that everyone's gone. There's nobody there. What happened? The engines made a surprise attack and the settlers took a powder. Mm, let me fathom that out. Settlers, powder, after attack. Nothing unusual about that, no. <laughs> Is everybody ready? Are the horses hitched and the drivers ready? What in there? Say, Elmer, are you on the wagon? What do you think? <laughs> All right, men, here we go. Forward! 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 Oh, Susanna, now don't you cry for me. We're, We're off to California with the Wonder Bread Company. Oh, <laughs> and so we follow the brave band Days pass into weeks, weeks pass into months Our band of hardy pioneers have struggled onward, ever onward Their food has run low, the spectre of starvation looms ahead We find them now struggling across the burning desert Zach, how long can we go on? This is mighty tough Yes, and I've got some bad news for you, men we're going to run low on water. I'll give you all what's coming to you now. Okay. okay. Here, Smokey, here's a spoonful for you. And here, Slim, here's a spoonful for you. And Pete, here's a spoonful of water for you. Now I'll take my drink. Hold on there, Zach. You're drinking a gallon. Well, I told you we're going to run low. <laughs> Well, don't give up, boys. We'll come to a Fred Harvey pretty soon. Say, here's one of the gals from the wagon train, and she appears to be excited. What is it, Missy? What's ailing you? Well, I rode off by myself to pick some wildflowers, and an Indian caught me and kissed me. An Indian kissed you? You should have let him know you were friendly. You should have said to him, how? I didn't have to. He knew how. <laughs> Say... Man, look over there. I didn't know we were so near to Lucifella's Desert Drive-In. She's got the finest coffee in the state of Arizona. We'll make a short stop here. Get down, stretch your legs, grab a bit, refresh yourselves. Well, here we are. 
Same in. Wait a minute. There's a suspicious-looking engine over there. I'll find out who he is. Hey, who are you? Well, I guess I'm talking to myself. You know, this little troop gets wacky out on the sand. Me, who are you? Me, Indian brave. Very famous brave. Oh, a brave, eh? Sit down a while and listen to one of my jokes. Me, not that brave. <laughs> a wise guy, eh? A wise guy, eh? I have a rough idea to shoot you and send you back to your reservation. You can't do that. Me, bear very powerful. Me, son of Sitting Bull. What's your name? It ain't Ferdinand. Oh, you're <laughs> Sitting Bull has quite a few sons, I understand. Yeah, me got two brothers. One named Chief Sun Always Shines, other named Chief Stormy Weather. Where are they now? Sun Always Shines in California. Stormy Weather in Florida. <laughs> Who told you to say that? My other brother, Chief Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> well, I got no time to waste with you. You take charge of the train, shorty. I'm going inside to see Lucibella. Howdy, Lucibella. Howdy, Zach. Any news? Is the fighting still going on all around? No, nope, there's a big peace plan going on in Czechoslovakia. A peace plan in Czechoslovakia? Yep, everybody's taking a peace. <laughs> but I'm hungry, Lucibella. Will you fix me up a couple of boiled eggs? Yep, but you're the first man that's ordered eggs in seven years. Gosh, Lucibella, it seems like old times to get back here in the Badlands. Well, my grandfather, Buffalo Haley, came across in a covered wagon 30 years ago. Yeah, that was the last time a Haley came across. <laughs> Here's the eggs you ordered. Never mind about that, Lucibel. You know I love you. I'm crazy about you. I'd do anything in the world for you. There must be something you want me to do for you. There is. What is it? Open them eggs outside. <laughs> Lucibel, you quick. That's a bad yoke. <laughs> I had lived it, folks. Honest to God, I did. <laughs> Tell me, Lucibel, have you been true to me while I was gone? I sure have. But one day I got so lonesome that when Chief Rain in the face came in, I gave him a burning kiss. Who was he angry? He was steaming. Yahoo! Yahoo! Zach, I'm getting fed up on this lonesome life. Will you marry me? Sure, Lucibella, but we'll have to go plumb to Cheyenne to get hitched, and that's three months away. Why, when my pappy got married, he got there in ten days. He must have had a good horse under him. Yeah, and a good shotgun behind him. <laughs> hey, Indians are coming! Indians are coming! Get to your post, men! Ooh, an Indian just shot me with an arrow. What's that? An Indian just shot me with an arrow. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous? Say, what do you think this is in my hair? A bobby pin? <laughs> Look, Lucibel, those honorary redskins are setting fire to this here place. There's nothing to worry about. Why? I'm insured. That's different. Zach, I'm running out of ammunition. Zach, I'm also running out of ammunition. Hey, Zach, how about you? I'm just running. <laughs> They're out, no brenners. We're lost. No, we're not. Here comes help, and it looks like the Texas Rangers. Look, look, the Indians are running away. Way, 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 we're safe. Look, there's the captain of the Rangers. I'm going over there and claps the hand of that brave hombre. What was it? 
So you're the stalwart ranger who saved us from destruction at the hands of these savage aborigines? Nah, quit being. <laughs> you're a Texas ranger. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm trying to get far away from Texas. You are? Yeah. You mean the state? Yeah, man. State and federal. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were here to fight off the Indians. But you don't sound like an Indian fighter to me. Ooh, fish pass, fish pass. I'm an old Indian fighter. You're an old Indian fighter? Yes, sir. As long as she's an old Indian, I'll fight him. <laughs> I suppose you know all about Indians. Believe me, I know how to handle an Indian. Right now, I'm taking this package to Chief Tamiho. What's in the package? A bottle of hair tonic. My hair is falling out. Your hair is falling out? Yes. And why are you taking the hair tonic to Chief Tomahawk? He's got my skill. <laughs> Have you killed many Indians? Have I killed Indians? Look at my gun here. Just look at that. Every time I kill an Indian, I put a niche in it. You mean you put a notch in your gun? I said niche. You mean notch. So all right. Niche to me and uh, notch to you. <laughs> Do you have any trouble with the Indians down in Texas? Do we have trouble? My, oh, my, oh, my. I'll never forget the trouble I had last year on the range. All day I was out looking for rustlers, and that night I came home to my lonely cabin. Suddenly, when it was very dark, the cattle started to whistle, so I grabbed my gun Just and... a minute. Cattle don't whistle, they move. As I was saying, the cattle started to whistle, so I took my gun and I... Cattle don't whistle, they move. This was a tea kettle. <laughs> That was a tough day. I lost one of my best cows. Was it a heifer cow? No, a whole one. Oh! <laughs> Got me. Well, you saved my life, Ranger, and I'm mighty grateful. Yeah, man. Believe me, I went through plenty to save you. While I was coming to the rescue, an Indian shot me through the heart with an arrow. And you know, I was so excited, I chased Wait him. Wait a minute. With an arrow through your heart, you couldn't chase him. When I'm excited, do I know what I'm doing? <laughs> now watch out. Look out for that Indian. Duck. Oh. Oh. He got me. Oh. I'm dying. Oh, I'm sorry, my good man. Is there, is there any last request? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was always afraid to be buried alive. So do me one favor. Yes, sir. Uh, what is it? Bury me at Sally Rand's nude ranch in the World's Fair. Why, why what's the idea? Well, when Sally Rand does her dance, if I don't wake up, then you'll know I'm dead. <laughs> Women who've been expert bakers all their lives now say it's foolish to bake cupcakes at home when they can buy Hostess cupcakes, which are guaranteed to be better. Hostess cupcakes are made of rich, smooth devil's food and creamy, thick frosting. To prove Hostess cupcakes are better, bake cupcakes at home with your best recipe. 
If Hostess cupcakes aren't more delicious, don't cost you less, you get double your money back. Hostess cupcakes are guaranteed fresh, so serve them tomorrow. You get a package of two delicious Hostess cupcakes for only five cents. Hollywood, California, March 17th, 1939. Dear Diary, I hope you enjoyed Hugh Herbert on my show tonight. Next week I'm having as my guest star that celebrated English comedian who can imitate anything from trains to wallpaper, none other than Reginald Gardner. This is Jack Haley, Your Man Friday, hoping to be Your Man Friday every Friday at the same time. Yo ho, yo ho, yo ho, ahead. We are the bakers of Wonder Bread. For Mama and Papa and Nellie and Ned. And also for little sister. We are the bakers in spotless white. We spend the polish in shining bright. We bid you now a happy glide. Hurrah for the Wonder Bakers. Yo ho, yo ho. Makers of Wonder Bread and Hostess Cake invite you to hear the romantic adventures of Pretty Kitty Kelly every weekday over these same stations. Gail Gordon speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.